Hey everyone, so I'm Tesla Herbert, and today we are incredibly lucky, very, very fortunate that we have Kristen with us uh, on the Zoom call with us. I think we all know that she has uh, got a Twitter handle called K10, and uh, for many of us, we found her or Tesla Joy or Omar, they're usually the first people that most of us have found when we discovered Tesla. And I think Kristen, you've got, you're, you're coming up to 100,000 followers, aren't you? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's like well, yeah, more followers every day. Oh, welcome. Thank you so much for doing this with me. But um, so as I was thinking about your role as part of this Tesla community, and I'm really struck by you're such a you know very well-rounded. Uh, you're super smart, and oh, you're very you. quite an expert in a number of topics. And one that I discovered is you're the expert in batteries for me. Uh, but yet you're also very positive, you're friendly, you care so much about this community and um, the people and humanity in general. So it was actually hard for me to come up with a very apt description of how to describe you as my introduction. <laughs> and so what I did was I went and looked back at the past interviews of you and saw yeah. how they did it. So here's a little bit of memory lane for you. I think so Dave Lee, oh, nice. he called you a Tesla activist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Tesla Geek Show, they introduce you as the Tesla Princess. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I know. Warren, he didn't really introduce you at all. I think he just assumed that we all know you and that we got introduced you to you through the Tesla Third Row uh, group, podcast group. And then Sean Mitchell, he just called you his dear friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was super sweet. Yeah. So welcome, Kristen. Thank you for doing this. And so my first question to you is, uh, how do you think we should introduce you? <laughs> oh, thank you, Herbert, for having me on it. Like, I'm I'm honored, like you consider me. Um, <laughs> geez, that's always such a hard question. <laughs> yeah, you're everything. Uh, just a, a caring Tesla community member. I mean, it sounds so funny. Here we are around this company and like we care, but we do. Hmm. Um. K10, Kristen, Tesla. I don't know. <laughs> I'm okay, there. Well, I, uh, people ask how I got here. It wasn't, it just kind of happened. It wasn't like this planned uh, thing. Yeah. So. Okay. Thank well, we're going to go, you know, that was a uh, cop out generic answer. We're going to dig yeah. deep. Or we're going <laughs> to open up your soul. We're going to find out okay. some good answers. <laughs> so yeah, let's start with, you know, if you don't mind sharing your story, um, where are you from originally? Where did you grow up? What was yeah. uh, six-year-old Kristen like? Oh boy. Yeah. These are good questions. Um, so I grew up in the Rockies areas mm. in, in Utah. I don't, I don't share a whole lot of that with everybody just because there's mm -hmm. some weirdos out there. <laughs> um, and what was it like growing up there? Uh, well, I mean, so it is so generic weather-wise. I loved it. I love the yeah. snow and the full four seasons. Um, I mean, we all have a different, our different family of origin and the different dynamics for us. And, uh, I grew up with older and older siblings, some younger siblings. Um, mm. I was a kid, very inquisitive. Um, mm -hmm. Six-year-old Kristen, very inquisitive. Uh, I'm trying to think what, I mean, what grade, like first? Yeah, I saw today you tweeted out all the books that you read when you were a kid. And I'm like, ooh, but those are pretty good books. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I loved reading. I grew up in a community. People were really nice, but it wasn't a community exactly where I fit in. So mm -hmm. I think I spent a lot of time doing weird things like mm -hmm. jumping off walls or <laughs> reading the encyclopedias in my dad's basement because mm -hmm. I wanted to know things. Um but at six, I think I was doing artwork. I loved doing artwork and I loved playing outside. 
Yeah. I think what six-year-old didn't want to see who could run faster. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you sound like you're quite well well-rounded. But I also heard that you have a you've said before that you have a great interest in chemistry. Is that something you yeah. studied, or is just something that you were interested in and you did outside of school? No, I love no. I studied chemistry, and I was <laughs> doing some classes right around when um right before COVID hit, and I was what, just a, even just now you took classes. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Okay. I was, yeah, because I went back to school. I was, I mean, I, I love the medical community, but I love the research aspect, but I don't want to play the game where you're like into research and it takes you forever just to get to your tenor and then like whatever. I would rather do something like open up and have the people maybe work at a company. But um, no, I, I love chemistry. I love the periodic table. Yeah. I love the way it all plays together and it just explains life. Um, biochemistry, chemistry. So way. you're actually studying it, like you actually went to university or YouTube and things like that, just a generic interest in this? Oh yeah, I was taking classes. I took my um yeah, yeah I took my national test and I did really well. Like <laughs> I, I don't know, like it's just something I love. Like in it, there's too many things I love. That's the problem with my brain. Like I like wouldn't too many things and I have to commit. I, I see the forest and I don't see the trees. I'm like, ooh, and this one, ooh, and this one. So yeah, I, I was studying it and I mean it would be good to go forward. I just want to make sure that I stick with what I do. Yeah. Because I, I like a lot of things. So, <laughs> yeah. It sounds going to ask you, but I think I know the answer. Do you consider yourself a nerd? <laughs> and what ways have you yeah. nerded out? It sounds like you're a nerd. <laughs> I think so. I'm one of those people when I find a topic, I think that's what nerds do. They dive into it and they forget about the world. They forget about, and then they come out as if they had been deep diving and they're telling everyone around them, look what I learned. And people yeah. are like, oh, <laughs> you know, so yeah. That definitely is whatever topics I'm involved in. I do that. So, yeah. In the last uh, 10 years, I've been diving deep into uh, physics, astrophysics, quantum mechanics, wow. you know, uh, time, wow, <laughs> multiple yeah. realities. I, yeah, as, my, as, as you get older, you want to find disinformation out and you dig deep and you really study yeah. it. So, I've been doing that myself. But <clears throat> so, what other topics are you? that have you div, uh, dove into in the last five ten years yeah maybe five ten years yeah. um, i'm a huge health nut um mm. that's me a too. big one for me, me too. I, yeah. I mean i think i've said it before my my dad had a heart attack when i was like 17 year old seven i was 17 oh. and he had it in front of me yeah there was oh no one gosh. else home yeah. yeah and i think it just rocked my world at that age mm -hmm. the doctor came out of the er he made it but he mm -hmm. looked at us all and he's like yeah, you all need to go vegetarian. That's <laughs> that right? And like, oh, are you are okay. you vegetarian now then? So I went vegetarian for a year. I was like running track, and I'm like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> like, it's really because a vegetarian diet has to be extremely well planned, or you're just eating tons of carbs. So right. <laughs> lots yeah. of spaghetti. So yeah, I did that and studied a lot of. That's when I started studying on my own, like things like the free radicals and um, mm. antioxidants and all those things back when I was 17 and 18 in high school. But um, big health nut just I, I would take books that broke down like the mineral compositions of the body and what you need and stuff like that so um other things I love I always liked rocks and I've always liked art <laughs> like so rocks? when I was six-year-old Kristen might be caught standing in a field for hours looking at rocks like <laughs> all right like so you yeah. know all the kinds of rocks you'd be perfect to go to Mars then maybe are you interested in doing that uh well it sounds really cool I mean I if, if it goes really well I mean, yeah. if I was like terminally ill and I need somebody, I'm like, look, I'm going to die so they yeah. can use me. I've got enough. Maybe I yeah, wouldn't. Well, if, 
Yeah. Yeah. And if Mars turns out fine, I'll, I, I wouldn't mind going, but um, yeah, <laughs> I know. lots of rocks there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, well, my grandpa was a geologist. So like, I think that's, we used to go rock hounding and we used to go wow. look at fossil beds. So okay. yeah. And I heard, uh, I think you've also mentioned your dad was an aerospace engineer. He, my dad was in aerospace. My grandpa was a vice president of an aerospace company. And that wasn't even his dad. That was my mother's father. Okay. And then, um, and she worked there as well. Uh, yep. And then my dad's not there anymore. He works for, oh, for the railroad now. That's what okay. he loves doing. He's <laughs> went from like the Coast Guard to aerospace to the railroad. It's like ships, planes, <laughs> and, and like, what is aerospace? Nuclear warheads. Sounds <laughs> like a, a little bit warheads. of a pattern here in your family, you know, history. Yeah, I think it's so funny. follow up with your histor- history? Because I think you said that you're, I don't know, I can't remember now, Slavic or something? Yeah, like I, I mean... I've done my genealogy. A lot of yeah. my family members have done their gene- genealogy. We've done our genealogy really far back. So, yeah. yep, there, I've got a lot of European in me. <laughs> and for, uh, so last week when we were doing a Twitter space, I was teasing you quite a bit because you just love SpaceX so much. And I'm a, yeah. I'm a you know, Tesla true and true. But I'm like, no, you, you, everybody on the call was t- SpaceX. <laughs> Yes. What what got you into that? Is it now obviously your dad was aerospace, but you know, it sounds like earlier in life were you already dreaming about this too? And then well, Tesla came or got nothing to do with that. Yeah, the funny thing, it's funny, the musks are like involved in things my family often is because my mom was a master gardener too. <laughs> Just like how weird. So even when we interviewed Kimball, I'm like, I had I had, with the health and the gardening, I'm like, oh yeah, I know this. But um <laughs> where I grew up everybody's dad worked in aerospace I just kind of thought oh yeah my dad works there too so or mom too but um no I just think Elon lays out plans and he lays out things that are so different like I think when I was in high school I used to think about ways of like taking garbage and making it into a roadway or using magnets like you know the the (laughs) maglev things but I'm like can we do that with cars like and how can we make cars run off maybe something different and and my chemistry teachers would be like Kristen, you need to like break this down and explain. <laughs> so when I, when I heard Elon doing it, like, and when I saw he was doing this other thing, I'm like, wow, like he is yeah. right. We haven't been back to the moon and how ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think he just invigorated everybody. Cause he's, he, he's, a, he's covering a lot of ground and actually yeah. gaining really good momentum. So it's very encouraging to see. So what was that first thing that you discovered about Elon or Tesla that just made you blow your mind about this is something I'm very interested in? Yeah. Um, so I'd seen the cars and you hear a little bit here and there and I was just too busy in my own life to like be involved, but like I was going through just a moment and I think I was at a coffee shop and like, I was, I I read papers. Like I loved reading. I I still read them sometimes. I'm like, just sit down, but I was reading a cover on May Musk and it was like, I don't remember what it was about. And then I was reading it and then it showed Elon and it was talking about he did it. I was like, wow. And I was reading up on, um, SpaceX. I mean, I love the car part, but I was reading on SpaceX and how he's going to go to Mars. And I was like, whoa. And so like, okay. I went home and just watched tons of videos on, on his plan for Mars. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. This is pretty amazing. So yeah. So it was interesting. So it was May 1st and then it was SpaceX. Okay. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, struck. So I've been a big fan for environmental reasons and I was investing mm-hmm. in a bus that was battery operated I lost a ton of money in that this is a decade before I discovered Tesla <laughs> yeah. then uh, when I heard about Elon and Tesla and when I just des- you described the car this is you know the Roadster 2000 and 
10. Wow. I think I started investing in the company in 2012. But when I first heard about it, what blew my mind was when they, I understood how the car works, that mm-hmm. there is no engine and therefore it's safer because there's a crumple zone. The right. engine is like a size of a, a shoe box. So there's no parts, there's no service. And then just on and on and on. It was like, boom, my God, this makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I use a motor, just do them. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So for you, it was Minnie Musk first. Right? So you've always had a, it seems like you have a special relationship with her. There was this, uh, you, you guys, she's, she likes to tweet back to you or you guys communicate the, you know her well and you do that? Well, <laughs> I just, I, I mean, I do adore me. Who doesn't yes, like Minnie do. Musk? She's not, <laughs> she's not hard to like. Uh, I just supported her. I think through 2018, a lot of us just kind of were all in against the FUD and May was there. Yeah. She's like, like. She was there. She had hashtags. Mm-hmm. Like make make let's clean energy will win. And we were doing the hashtags with her and May really? was fighting the FUD too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know this because yeah. uh May's 70 years old, right? Mm-hmm. She's 74. She's 74 and she was tweeting, she does Twitter. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, she's she's right there with it. Yep. She was tweeting um some of the stuff because the articles would come out with this absolute untruths the yes. things that they were stating and, and may is like that's not true and so there's just so much fun and you're you're fighting it left and left and right may would tweet it and we'd retweet her and then it was just kind of like we were all in, all all there together encouraging each other and um i don't know like she she wished me happy birthday one year she tweeted out <laughs> happy birthday to me and i thought it was so sweet i mean she's an incredibly busy woman i think we were tweeting you should do a book and she's yeah. probably been thinking it for years on her own but she finally did that you know a woman makes a plan and wait wait we you're the one that told her she should do a book yeah no well i don't know if it was me no but we would tweet it we're like we want to know but i'm sure um yeah i'm sure she's been say thinking about it for years i mean because every a lot of people have that mulling and everybody wants to know what is what does the mother of of elon musk have to say like what was your life like so <laughs> That was really good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I, so I think I saw a tweet, and I don't know if you did it. I think you might have. So, did you? Were you the one that tweeted where you showed uh, Elon holding a rocket, and then Baby X holding the rocket, a bigger rocket? Is that you that created that, or you you just for that? You I don't that. know. Okay. I might have made something like that in the past. Not that. Not recently. Have okay. I? Okay, but I thought you that one. you for that, and then you said, uh, you said something about something about that and then may replied going i this is how x is so smart he he does his counting but he does it backwards 10 90. oh yes yeah it was it was elon saying that of all his kids um baby x is most taken with rockets and maybe he'll go into like aerospace or something and yeah he's like he counts backwards for the rocket launches <laughs> i know it's so cool and a lot i mean there's a lot of people who are like oh what two-year-old isn't like interested smart. in a rocket like yeah. he must have never been around children i'm thinking he's raised He's raised five boys that are almost yeah. another pushing five towards boys. Like, Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Teenage, like late teenagers, maybe heading into their twenties at some point very yeah. soon. So it's pretty cool, Kristen, that you're talking on a regular basis to Elon, the most amazing person that we've seen in a while, richest man on earth now, and then also yeah. May as well. So you are like, I'm one degree away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're good people. That's the thing yeah. is they're not these like, uh, they're yeah. not full of themselves. They're so down to earth. And 
You're just trying I wanna, to be good. I want to so. ask you more questions about that and then how yeah. you got involved, bud. But let's let's come back to okay. um, just, a, just just a little bit of a backdrop because I'm trying to figure out your who you are and your like uh, what goes in your mind and what you've studied in the past. Yeah. So one of the tweets I saw that you did last Monday was where you said you're asking people what why they think Rome fell. Yes. What were you thinking? So what were you thinking and what were you on? And what made you tweet that? It's like it's very cool concept, very deep thought. You yeah. you must have studied it back then, or just are you just recently interested in this or what's no, going on? No, I was on? studying to be a history major too. <laughs> um, I love history. Yeah. My history teachers were my favorite in high school. Huh. Absolutely loved learning. I think I have a theory where most of the kids that were in history class didn't like it in high school didn't pay attention. A lot of them yeah. goofed off. And I'm not even sure if that, that, that graphic has changed. Even as adults, everyone wants to weigh in what they think. And I'm like, but did you pay attention in mm. history? And are you re-educating yourself now? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but so I, I, I asked the questions, even though I know what I think, but mm-hmm. I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. I've got a big following. What are, what are you guys thinking? Like, why do you think mm-hmm. in a day of what they say is like postmodernism? what do you, why do you think it fell? And it, there's a mm-hmm. lot of different answers, but um. Mm-hmm. We're living in quite a, there's a, I mean, we live in a time where we have free speech, but there's a lot of different reasons why people are kind of like, I don't know, like, like things are going in a million different directions. Like, are we on the same page and how much can we continue in a direction if we're not on the same page? So I just, I, I was kind of correlating it to, to Rome. There's a lot of different things. And I'm like, what, what, what's your, what's your reason? Why, why do you think? Why Rome fell? Yeah. I mean, there is the. <laughs> Rome got so big I think it was trying to take on Mm -hmm. a lot and it was Mm -hmm. really hard to like uh guide all the providences a lot of people say Mm -hmm. or the provinces people a lot of people say um (laughs) people like it's Christianity or it's like this and Mm -hmm. I'm like "Mm, I think it's a lot of factors Mm -hmm. I think there was a lot of control and then there was not a lot of like the people lost their ability like 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 reading and writing and things like things that help people have self-autonomy like I don't know I think it was just too much. You bit off way too much than they could that they could chew, you know. And so, and and Rome was at a high period of lavishness too, where they were enjoying all they had. So, mm-hmm. what is that? What is that saying that they say like, good times make yes. hard times make good men, yeah. like like good men or easy men or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I your, thought it was. I well, I thought it had something to do exactly what you said, which is they yeah. they conquered too much, they spread too far. And then yeah. they start taxing everybody, and mm-hmm. then that that sort of that's how it always ends up. <laughs> yeah, it'd be kind of it's like this this uh, yeah, it's just too bloated. I mean, yeah. it's like what we're seeing in Washington D.C. with politicians. That's what I was going like, to ask. Is that why you're it was in your mind? Are you seeing? Are you warning about what's happening to our society now? Or are you just? It was just a random thought. <laughs> That's no, no, I think about these things. I mean, when I was back in college, I would sit with my history professors at lunchtime and we were talking about China then. And they're like, I don't think China's gonna be a world power. And I'm like, I don't know, we're taking all our manufacturing over there. I'm like, I think it's a sleeping dragon. I think yes. it will be. It is. I mean, yeah. who knows what after all this is gonna happen? Like people are like, Well, it's overtaking the yeah. the US right now. And I'm like, but we kind of threw in the pandemic and we're taking manufacturing back a little bit. So we'll have to see how that works. But yeah, so just a few days ago, Elon was at that uh uh, all in summit yeah he was warning about china becoming very in our lifetime will be five times our economy yeah. and we need to be more uh competitive yeah 
I mean, look at they're joking around about China can put in their uh, bullet trains and everything immediately. Yeah. I mean, yeah. of course, they don't have the human rights and the different laws that we have encasing ourselves. But what was the joke? San Francisco takes like 20 years just to put in mm. a street line down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they can't even get it to pass to put in like a yeah. little trolley car in a certain area or something. Yeah. So it is really yeah. scary and sad. It, I is, mean, it is very scary. I think that Elon is very frustrated, right? He rightly so with the, I mean, yeah. he has now dealt with many countries and he knows how, you know, their policies and yeah. their red tape and bureaucracy. And he's just, yeah, warning, that, you know, specifically California, but I'm sure America as well with mm -hmm. the immigration. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then China, like you said, will do what they need to do. And they are going to be five times. I think what people don't remember is that they have five times the population. So fascinating. It Who is will very be there? Who will be there? I mean, what was it back? We used to have Taiwan and we had Japan and now we have China. Who will be there? Their, their manufacturing work at a lower cost, you know, for economies of scale. <laughs> but this is interesting with the robots. So, oh, true. Right? I mean, that's really yeah. wise of Elon. Yep. Elon creates robots. And he'll take over manufacturing. They'll be cheaper than China. So this mm. is why it's astounding that the U.S. government is not absolutely all over trying to help Elon yeah. and his companies. Instead, you know, giving him trouble and putting right. obstacles on his way. But anyways, this is getting to politics. No, I love this so thinking. <laughs> this is true. If only everybody else would get with it. Because what did Elon say? He ran around. He went to every governor in the 50 states to warn yeah. him about the coming AI. Yeah. And he said, no one will listen. <laughs> Nobody will listen. Well, they don't. But that was a very good thinking about, you know, the history. So you like history. And then the other one I love, again, very recent tweet that you, you did was something about uh, the most powerful person in the world is the storyteller by Steve right. Jobs. I love yes. that one. And what, what made you decide to tweet that one out? Where did you find that quote? Did you search for it? Or was it something you just I run didn't... into and you liked it? You know, I don't remember how I came across it I did yeah. come across it um yeah. no I think that's true I think yeah. um when you captivate an audience I mean we've got a few people in our community that I've pointed out to a few of them like you're a really you're a really good writer or <laughs> you're a really good storyteller and they're not quite yeah. aware that aware that's their gifting but it is true like with the power of the story and even like what do they say about history the victors the victors <laughs> write the history and this is the story that's told you know and even, Elon, even Elon pointed out not for wikipedia though yeah well that's how you get children like in a positive reinforcement you give them a good story or there's things like aesop's fables but yeah it's true do you think elon's a good storyteller um i think he's a good visionary so his stories are very future projecting mm -hmm. i think he's he keeps i mean he Elon repeats the same things yeah. over and over again really well. I think that's why he's gold. Yeah, because he's continually stating them over and over again. It's like some of us are like, yeah, I was interested in that four years ago, not anymore. He's like, and this is what I was going to do 20 years ago. And he's still following it. His master plans, I think he's got, I think he's got a handful that fall into different areas and the umbrella on down. But yeah. I, I think he's a fantastic storyteller. I think just yeah. what we just said, the fact that he repeats uh, stays consistent. That's yes. you. You know, people need to be reminded. Mm. Uh, he always starts at the why, always, and yeah. few people do this. I mean, right. most engineers they'll go right to the how and the details. Right. Uh, for him to have to always inspire first, it's right. the right thing to do. 
I think he's That's probably true. the best in storytelling there is because look at the following, look at the all the accolades that are just running after every word he says <laughs> that's true no yeah you are right like he he yep that's very true very good yeah. Obser- yeah, very observant yeah he, he could do a better job in many ways of course uh yeah. but yeah I mean, it's fun because i think you uh and a few others of course are very much more astute you're this mm. you're the one that's closest to understanding elon when when i do it Shortly, I'm going to. I want you to describe the, the actual details of the third world interview. Oh yeah, and share more about him. But you, you have that. For you have first row. Isn't that funny? <laughs> to history, do you oh, wow. do you get that? Do you understand? Do you realize the fact that, that we interviewed him? Not just that, but wow. you. Oh, that we're watching him. You and you happen to be like right there. You're closer yeah. to him than. 99.9% of all humans in the world. <laughs> that is true. You're oh, a handful you have a good perspective. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, so you haven't slapped back and thought, because that's why I'm here. I, this is all right. his, this is history in the making. We are right. watching massive, you know, the birth of AI, the birth of general AI, the birth of robotics, right? right. You know, ch- massive changes in the world. And this is the man that's doing it, Elon. Right. And, He's the richest man on earth, and it's going to become probably five times the richest man on earth. And you're like, you know, like you're tweeting back and forth with him. He'll, he'll probably yeah. invite you to things. You're like best friends with his mom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do consider people like you're worshiping him. I'm like, no. I'm like, there's, I love history. There's a lot of amazing characters. I mean, I think Leonardo da Vinci was one of my favorite. But yeah. if we're watching somebody that's quite amazing in the way his dynamic is and who he is as a person, create history. And we can actually engage with him. And he actually yeah. engages back. Like, where does that happen? Where <laughs> This is going to be recorded. This will be a recorded history. Where does that happen that he actually listens to people, not just yeah. like people who have blue check marks or people, <laughs> you know? How come you don't have a blue check mark? <laughs> <laughs> I never applied for verification yet because they keep what? changing. No, just they keep changing it parameters and making it harder you have a hundred thousand followers i know isn't that funny why what else do you need to do your best friends with elon uh, okay, yeah maybe it's gonna, twitter just please don't apply. Like elon. <laughs> please get it and then you can say herbert made me get my check mark <laughs> yeah oh i mean i hope i get one just because i don't want to lose my account and, and knows, everybody like, keeps copying you yeah it's all whole about uh, knowing the yeah, the imposters i actually yeah. yeah i actually sent yeah. my government id and Twitter's like that's not good enough and I'm like okay okay um, <laughs> yeah I actually don't think that you are uh worship you do not worship Elon from what I've seen and the way oh, that you, you answer questions well I don't know if it's a thank you or not right it's just more of a you know I I see people who are absolute you know I can see the difference between the people that worship him and yeah. every word he says or you know they all they their their opinions will change based on his comments yeah. And he's very, very smart. So you never bet against him. Uh, but for me, I look at him more for product, technology, business. Right. But when it comes to other things, I will pause. I'll try to understand what he's saying. But I still want to, you know, I'll be convinced he's right. But I don't know. I also see his other side, right? Which I think you right. see. He's silly. He's childish. He's... Uh, He's immature. He's self-described immature, which is all part of his charm, but also 
you know, we got to take that into consideration. Some things he says is just for fun. Not, not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people are like, oh, he, he needs to be a better suit and he needs to have better speaking skills. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I think he functions pretty well as he is. And they're like, well, someone else could do a better job. I'm like, really? Would we be where we are if someone else did a different job? Like, what, you let him, you let him pull the reins and do it all. And then all of a sudden you take it from him? Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he's kind of in his prime right now. I like, think so. I yeah. He's a great communicator. I know my wife thinks that uh, he, he, you know, says, um, he, 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 he stutters when right. he speaks. Is that something that he's had all his life as a kid or like Biden or no? Um, well, and I'll look at me say it right now too. Uh, I mean, I've, I don't know what he's like know. as yeah. a child, but May did say he didn't speak a whole lot. I think before the age of four, sure, if I'm yes. correct. So do, so do you think that he's a genius? He yeah. Is, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. when we interviewed May and Tuska, they called him boy genius. Okay. And I'm pretty sure, I I, I wouldn't doubt that uh, he was testing, that May, May, maybe even had him tested, or just yeah. the teachers noticed how bright he was. I mean, he was doing chess young, and it seemed like he was interested in programming when programming was just such a new thing. So, yeah, I think he's a genius. Yeah, um, I've, I've seen his, uh, he, they published, I think, one of his scores, and they told them the institution told them that you scored highest of anybody else or something like that sure yeah but, yeah you know like einstein genius level right. where their mind is just so different right or is he just super smart uh with, I, with asperger's that gets him yeah. even smarter or, or just focused or you know special thinking or right. is he really like genius level i think he's genius level i yeah. mean if you consider the, the mind like a computer with a lot of tabs open, I don't know. <laughs> he has a lot of tabs that he's running efficiently. His true. GPU, CPU, whatever That's he's true. running and his RAM are top notch. Yeah. I don't know what kind of mitochondria he has in. He doesn't seem like he's aging. <laughs> like like he's he's got a nice set of brain and mitochondria and, and genes. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, we just watched uh, Everyday Astronaut. And this, did you watch that one just recently, that interview that he published on YouTube just a few days I, ago? I watched bits of it. I need to, yeah. catch, I need to catch up on this. Elon just keeps on going for interviews lately. Which is great, which is great, yeah. yeah. But uh, the, the, the man is a genius. He knows every little thing, uh, everything about this, the rocket. Um, yeah. So, you know, he has the ability to read, absorb, and then stays there forever. And then he connects all these different things to be able to, hone in on a specific problem and he's right. focused on that problem and he's inventing things isn't he i mean right <clears throat> who can create a lot of us can come up with prototypes we can refine a prototype but his ability to execute the prototype that's, is like phenomenal it's a business genius level there yeah. <laughs> that's a totally different i would not have imagined that he could do that because if you're usually if you're one if you're the inventor you're not the you know ceo manufacturer um you know yeah but he's proven us all wrong. He's he invented, as he says, the factory. Right. <laughs> he's yeah. invented a new way, a more right. efficient way. He studied it like, and that's why it's funny when he when he put up the uh, the map of the Gigatexas, it looks like a cell, a battery cell. Yeah. <laughs> the way he thinks is input, output. <laughs> yes. Shortest distances for electricity to travel, information to be spread. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got a global mind thinking. I think his mind pulls. It pulls from everything, and like that's I think he thinks in pictures and metaphors, and I think it's why irony is funny to him because things like strike in yeah. a different, you know. No, I agree with you. That's definitely how he thinks. Okay, like, you're convincing a, me. a spatial thinker. He thinks very spatial. 
Yeah. Like he sees it. So. That's the thing about genius is that you don't know it until like history and you're looking back right. and you go, that person was a genius because, right. you know, only once in a generation or once in a, you know, whatever. Right. Right. What do they say? I think I've heard it. Uh, uh, oh I can't think of his name like right now. Um, Antoine Lavoisier. Mm. The one who invented gun or or refined the gunpowder, the one who discovered like oxygen mm. and carbon, and mm-hmm. he he worked for it, for the king. I mean, he had, he was beheaded during the French Revolution. <laughs> okay, and he did a lot of great things. And then, like they said, Einstein was a hundred years after him, and then mm. Elon's a hundred years after Einstein. So. Oh, in birth, yeah, yes. in the when they were born. So, and that's what I mean. We are here, we're watching yeah. it in real life, moment by moment, and they're like right there. I know it is. I think you only used to ask that. What, what is it? What's an exciting time to be born? And you think of like things that have been glor, like the 1920s and like the golden era looks cool. But honestly, this is a cool time to be born. Like the, the yeah. speed of innovation, like so vertical right now. So, yeah. so you're there. You are witnessing this. So uh, just be, uh, a little bit more about your tweets and who you are. You I noticed that, you know, your tweets and everybody sees this very clearly. But you're you're more you're much more very about spreading positivity. Right. You're raising some very thoughtful ideas. And I just needed to understand, kind of want to understand, is this something that you've always been your entire life? Or is it something that you felt like you needed to start to focus on and change how you mm-hmm. represent yourself and what you're trying to do as who you are in your role in the Tesla Twitter community? Is this just recent? I don't think it's recent. I think, mm-hmm. of, I mean, I was like that in high school and junior high too. Um, where I grew up was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom would always say, just wait, just wait till like, a few years down the road like like kids will change things will be better like and just have hope and so I think I learned to gravitate towards looking to the future and having hope um I loved quotes I've always loved quotes and sayings and things that inspire me because it it just shows they're like footprints of somebody who gives you a little Mm. bit of like to to encourage you something that helped them through and they're usually really great things to ponder so I I feel like I feel like people need that. I feel like people don't tell each other enough the positive things they see in each other. Like people think, yeah. oh, I like that shirt, but no one who's who's gonna it's say it to him. Why not just tell him? Like, mm. or, or you have a nice smile. Like, I don't know. Like <laughs> I feel like it needs to happen. I feel like yeah. if there's enough negativity, um, people get down on themselves. I mean, I have friends that I was just tweeting that today. I don't have a negative voice in my head, but I hear a lot of people have negative voices either from yeah, just their own well-being or parents that were harsh on them. And I feel like it'd be nice if people could learn to turn that around so i just tweet out positive stuff i feel like people need it there's enough negative so yeah no you're absolutely correct we do need that and you're you're the one of the you know important people the celebrities that's doing it there's a few people in our community that's doing that and i love it but there's yeah too little um yeah many of us are just analytical (laughs) yeah yeah i can get stuck over analyzing things but that's where i go in the loop of Anywhere. <laughs> well you do both yeah which is really yeah. cool but i'm really glad that you're doing that so that's important oh, thank that's you your role. Yeah. yeah so tell us about Tesla, the third world tesla we discovered you there and yeah. i was shocked when i find out your story that you only got into this in 2018 it feels like because it, it, yeah. it bothers me that i was here in 2012 yeah <laughs> but i didn't do twitter until literally yeah. just six months ago so that was my problem but you Tell us how you started, how you got involved, and all about Third World Tesla. I know that you've told this story a few times, yeah. but I'm telling you, there are thousands upon thousands of people who don't know the full story, and they discovered you through that way. So, you know, if you don't mind 
just share a little oh, no, more about that again. Yeah. So, so I got involved in stocks too, in like 2018, Okay. <laughs> but 2019, but yeah, I mean, I should have got involved in stocks. I mean, I've, you've got your retirement stuff, but like personally choosing and handpicking stocks. I did consider in 2015, I had a kind of a moment in my head, I think where I went, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I should invest in Amazon and Apple. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't, mm-hmm, <laughs> I should have, mm-hmm. but, um, so 2019, the, the shareholders coming up and you have to have a, a few shares like a month before. What, were you already like, tweeting? Were you Twitter? Oh yeah, I was tweeting. I got in, I think I got in in March, two, March, April, 2018 is when I started Twitter. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been tweeting all that FUD. And so, so, so you invested in Tesla, you got yeah. interested in May, you, you discovered Elon, you love the car, the company, and then you right. saw the FUD and then you said, I need to help. So you started tweeting. Right, right. Well, and I didn't invest in Tesla until I was tweeting for a while and okay. helping. And yeah. I didn't have a car either. I was just fighting the FUD. And, and this is so shocking to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's so funny. I kind of, I, that's how I work. I kind of get overly involved in whatever I'm focusing. It is the mission. The mission of sustainability, knowing how well their yeah. cars are made and all that is what helped me drive, like, get on board to help with it. I, I mean, Elon was going through a lot and you could see and the company was going through a lot and it just... But you didn't, why did you care about the company if you didn't invest or you you didn't have a car? (laughs) That's so funny, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, money's a good thing. I'm not exactly, money, money's not what drives me. I'm not like, oh, anything to get lots of money. Um, Because it, it just seemed like it was, I mean, what Tesla's doing, no one else is doing. It's trying to remove all this carbon from the atmosphere. Like it's changing the whole industry, like the, this vision is, is going to change the planet, like the way it's going. I mean, I've, I was part of um, the recycling club and the, the environment <laughs> club in high school. Yeah, yeah. And so this is, this is another passion of mine. And I'm, I'm like, dang, they're going to do a good job. We need to get yeah. on this. I'm the you're, kind of person who's like. You're absolutely a mission driven person. And that's why oh, you yeah. did this with the right heart, the right thought. And then now, of course, you're an investor and you own the car, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That was a that was a blessing, especially for people who understand stocks. Like what 2020 was like wild. They knew it was gonna come. Some of these people have financial backgrounds, some people have definitely done their portfolios, so they were ready. You know, some of them have call options that were loops out, so they did really well for themselves. Yeah, no, I uh yeah, okay. We'll share my yeah. story some <laughs> other time. Um yeah. so tell me about thorough Sessa. So then okay, so you were investor, yeah, sorry, you got into this whole thing, you start tweeting because you were trying to protect the company. And uh, what was your, before we get to third world Tesla, so you just started tweeting right? and you discovered that there was a community who was the first people that you saw on the Twitter community at that time. I I got on Twitter to, to support Elon and Tesla. So I got on there and um, I would just tweet under him and then you'd start, you know, you would start to see familiar people and, and tweets and sometimes you get a vibe for him. And so, you know, maybe there's some cheesy banter you have with somebody and it's like who, who was the first but... who, first people who were the bigger celebrities at that time yeah oh who were the people that stood out to me i think jonna jonna was the one that stood out to me she always had a positive vibe um, she was there since 2018 too yeah she's mm-hmm. a journalist yeah yep yep and yeah. she's a journalist back then she had just i don't even know if she was a journalist that year but mm. she had just started um hope Muscanity. uh mm-hmm. he was one um i'm trying to think Elon's brain was somebody that I met. I mean, he's a small, he's a bigger, smaller account. I don't know. I don't know if he's tweeting as much as what I mean to state right now. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I'm trying to think. Ooh. Well, what about Omar and? Uh, oh, Gal, yeah. Well, Omar Gally. was. I didn't, Gal, yeah, Gally. See, Gally just he wasn't. He had wasn't just really. done in. 
he had just started his, his whole podcast and everything the year before. So he was still a fledgling too, but he was all over it. And like Gally's energy was positive. You'd see his tweets here and there. Omar was doing Steve Jobs then. Yes. And he was really aggressive. And man, he was like the person that went to town, like the Tesla Q. Like some of us were like, that's wrong. And we'd refute it. But Omar was just like mm-hmm. pulling stuff out left and right. And like yeah. they were, he obviously was gaining traction because they really targeted him. Targeted him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you targeted by Tesla Q as well when you started to defend? Um, yeah, they targeted, I mean, they would they would argue with me and stuff like that. They would mm-hmm. everybody else back in 2018, 19. Um, yeah, there's probably some stuff that re- they recorded they didn't like, but targeted, like not right. to the same degree that Steve Jobs' ghost was targeted. Which is what Omar was at. Yeah, not, very few people know, but before well, before Omar's catalog, he was yes. Steve Jobs' ghost. <laughs> before Omar's catalog, he was running the third row Tesla account, and he, okay. he started that from scratch. That that had been opened up by um, John of Silicon Valley when he was part of third row at the very beginning, and Omar had just lost his account end of October, 2019. And we just were like, well, you know, like everybody was helping with third row and we were all running, helping. Okay. We were like, we so, could all yeah, help run you're, the you're skipping, I think, hopefully with the sound skip. So okay. you, you got into <laughs> Twitter, you, you, you started tweeting, you're defending it. You start to discover these people just like we are yeah. now um, and then liking it. And then what happened? And then was it the and shareholder then, meeting already or was there other things? Okay. That, so, yeah. so shareholder meeting was June 11th, 2019. And mm. We saw it coming up and we were all just like kind of nerd, like, oh man, we can go, we can go listen to this in person. Like we live it online and we didn't know each other that well. We just knew each other from accounts. And so, so it did was you, just kind of Vincent. Did you DM, DM each other this, the groups and said, hey, we're not a whole lot. Some of us were in different chat groups. Mm-hmm. Like we've been invited to like people who discuss Tesla or something. Vincent was another one of the accounts mm-hmm. in Viv. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so uh, what, what had happened? I think some of us were just tweeting out, hey, I'm going to the shareholders and other people like oh yeah i am going too and so we're oh. like oh maybe we'll see each other there and like right a few of us were like oh what time should we get there and galley's like you should get there early so how many think, how many tesla twitter people do you think went to shareholders like 15 50 i would say probably 20 to 30 mm. There's some, I mean, not some, there's some accounts you probably recognize and other ones you don't. And and I can't say other people that were there don't have Twitter accounts, but I'm not sure how involved they were. So, um, yeah, I don't know, mm-hmm. but we, I'm one of those people, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to, I mean, they're going to do it right. So I'm like, we're getting there first. We're getting there early. <laughs> and I told a few of the people like, we need to get there early. And we were like some of the first people there. I think there was two guys in front of us. And then like, it was like me and Omar. And then I think who showed up like John of Silicon Valley and maybe like Safian and Viv and. Viv showed out, flew out from Germany. Vincent came. So Viv flew out from Germany, and she, I understand, is a high school kid, a teenager at the time. Um, no. So Viv, I believe, is twenty three or twenty four right now. So she so, was uh, young, twenties. She something, was like 19, 19 or twenty. That's so cool. Yeah, she was in college by then. So I need to just, talk to her too. Could you introduce me to her? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't cool. know. If, yeah, we'll have to see. Like, I don't know okay. where she's what she's all into right now. So, so then, uh, so then you this you guys all went, and then we all went arrived, and then what happened? You just happened to sit in the third row, or <laughs> we got in. Well, since we're first in line, we I think we got there at like nine ten in the morning. Mm. It was what it was the uh, Mountain View Computer like Museum, whatever in Palo Alto. Um, it happened to be 106 degrees. Mm. 
So we sat out in the sweltering heat, hoping to get these seats. So we get in there and uh, we quickly, you know, get in there and, and want to sit front and center. And, and Gally's like, the board sits first, mm. first row. We should sit second row. We should sit right here, third row, because this is where we can see Elon. He's like, right here. And we're like, okay, okay. <laughs> so like we sit down and I think it's it, it went... I think it went Viv on the outside, then Gally, then me, then Omar, then Vincent, and then Vincent's friend. And then behind us was Raj and John. And then in the aisle across, I think from Viv, maybe up or down was Safian. And so we all kind of just sat there. And like, I think remember, like Elon was late and he was saying, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think he had his microphone. And he was like, I can't. I can't get my lightsaber in my backpack. You can, like, it's one of those scenes where he's talking and you can yeah. hear him. <laughs> so he's like, worse. he's not on stage, but we can hear him. And like, he comes out. And this is the first time you guys grew. all met then in, in person? That was it? Oh, yeah. That's the first time I saw him in person. That's no, 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 the other guy, all the other so. people. Um, I don't think any of them have seen him in person. I think Gally like, had. You met Gally. You met Omar and like that. Oh, yeah. We all met for the first time. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Time. And then I, I think uh, literally a few days later, I started a chat group and I called it Third Row because yes. we sat third row. So you're the, the one that came up with the name. Yep. I came up with the name Third Row. That is and, so cool, um, Kristen. Yeah, yeah. How come we don't know this? I, okay. This I, don't, so cool. I don't know. Like, <laughs> See, for um, you, yeah, it's not a big deal, but I'm telling you now, there are thousands of fans who uh, love you and obviously Aww. the group. And got introduced it with that. And then, uh, you know, they know because of Third World Festival. I mean, I, I don't know why, but people keep bringing it up still when I do these interviews and spaces. Yeah. It's still a big deal true. for people. <laughs> it, was, it was the right place at the right time. Um, I just thought, wow, I like all these people. Like some of them I messaged a little bit beforehand. Um, yeah. All of us were pretty strong personalities, really dynamic. By that time, Elon has been responding to me, Omar, and Viv quite okay. often. Yes. I think he responded so you're, to John you're every part, now and then. You're the connector, right? You're and the Vincent. one that brings everybody together. Right, right. And Vincent, he was responding to a lot then too, because I think um, uh, Giga Texas or Giga, excuse me, Giga China was getting ready to like gotcha. get ready. And so Vincent had that, you know, the, the bent over there for the Chinese news. So after mm -hmm. the third row Tesla, you guys watched the shareholder meeting. Did you guys go out? Like, oh, uh, yeah. There was like, an investor's dinner that I'd already bought tickets for. Um, an yeah. OG Tesla person, um, shout out to Bonnie Norman, had arranged yes. that and she did it for years before. So I had arranged for that. A few people who are on the ball had arranged for that. Other people crashed it. So yeah, <laughs> they came last minute and we had dinner. And then after that, uh, I think I was tired by then because we had not eaten a lot. Yeah. We were, the meetings I believe started at two. I really didn't have lunch and we'd been out in 106 degree weather. Yeah. So and I think I even had blisters on my shoes so, or my feet. So I, I turned in early for the night. I was tired, but I did meet up with a few of them the next day because I went on a tour of the Gigafactory. Oh, my Fremont. gosh. No way. That is Yeah, so the cool. next day. Yeah. They let it just fans do this or? Well, you have to, to arrange public? it. Mm. So I had arranged because I planned on doing this. I arranged, I think, a month at least beforehand to do a tour. And I just happened to get the day the day after the okay. uh, so was just just you or was it with the group just me i didn't know who else was going and like the slots fill up so i just was planning going by nerd. myself i think um You're an absolute nerd <laughs> yeah i was like i'm just gonna go like, and i You're and so i met cool. some people that i may know online now so okay so then you guys go home you're tweeting back to each other what a great amount yeah. and then what and then we just that? well i mean a lot of a lot of us were really different dynamic and i realized wow what we have such an opportunity like yeah 
to be something and do something. And so we kind of just like brainstormed ideas. Like we would joke around about stuff and Elon would, would, would tweet to us different random people. And like, we talk more and like, I think just, we started putting together, like we can do a group. And so hmm. I think we opened up a, uh, we opened up a, a, a Twitter page that we mm-hmm. hadn't used yet. We didn't start using it till, till later. Like we, we all kind of helped run it, but like, I think Omar was the majority of the person who tweeted for it for sure mm-hmm. after he lost his account. But um, w- the idea of, of podcasts to come along, we'd mm-hmm. talk about different things and merch and we were all part of the podcast. So yeah. um, it just kind of like, it just kind of kept going like what we were going to do. And so, yeah, that was, I think November, 2019 is when we started the podcast. Okay. So. And then the story I understand is Viv sent them a tweet and then Elon replied. When was that? It was, I think, I believe it was a few days or a week before Christmas. I'm going to say December 17th, okay. but I don't know the exact day. Um, Elon had been joking about being a magnet and not a magnate and how his <laughs> Wikipedia, I know he's so funny. His Wikipedia wasn't correct. And she's like, would you like to come on our podcast? And um, that was the real. <laughs> So yeah, she's silly. like, would you like to, I know, isn't that funny? Like, No, the, the overarching thing is that people are writing things about you on Wikipedia historically, and it's not correct. Can you come in? Correct. And, and This seems to be a prevailing theme for him. He wants to have these other interviews because there's so many things that he gets FUD. So uh, true. Fake stuff that's being told about his story. He needs to, to you know, at some point, tell it himself, right? The power of the storyteller having the story correct right (laughs) seriously like the story people i mean that's what we're dealing with media the propaganda rewriting the story so it fits their the the victor should should be able to tell it at some point the truth and that's that's your more role and my role that's why i'm doing this and i think you are as well um okay so so then viv tweets and says sure i'd like to do it and then how did how does the planning work with how does that work are you talking to uh, some intermediary person who's like his handler and tells you okay this is going to be the location this is going to be the time you guys are going to arrive through this door how, how does all that so work funny. i've never done this before <laughs> oh my gosh because it was like a week before christmas or something like that so uh, of course we're all freaking out like we're like oh my gosh um you said yes yeah we say yes but um we had made a decision we're not all going to get a hold of him or attempt to get a hold of him at once we try to make a few of us that did it and just like pin people in emails um some people already had a few contacts at tesla like just because they've been involved in years like through the service center or other people not sure so i believe one of their people reached out to us and we worked through you know he's got assistants we worked through an assistant that helped set it up and they kind of give us days i believe it was going to be uh, a week earlier or a few days earlier and then it changed dates it was going to be yeah, canceling, at right? yeah. Hawthorne by SpaceX and it was supposedly supposed to only be audio and we're like well we do um, video and audio hmm. and they're like oh okay well that changes it and so they changed it so you got to be flexible because I mean Elon's flexible and his schedule is extremely tight and busy so yeah. yeah we worked through we just had to like work through the assistance on what to do so okay well you guys lucked out right obviously an historic there. home and then it's like oh, that his family was there and he spent the whole afternoon. It's so crazy. Like we were <laughs> supposed to do the interview, I believe on the third and they like, Oh, like we have to change it. And, and then later that night, we, you know, we thought, well, well dang, we don't know. We'd all flown down to LA and we thought we're going to like do this interview. And they, they, they send out, I think a message letting us know, Oh, here's the new date for the interview. Um, here's the location and we're like oh. it showed his it showed like right where his resident is because he owned a few house like a house yes. like for okay. for his like 
kids school and then like one for him but it was right there we're like oh my gosh we're going to Beverly Hills like to his house like to interview him so you're blown away <laughs> okay and then tell us about the interview itself so yeah so we we were told to um we would get like an hour or two we come a little early and set up the mics and test things so we did that um I believe 10 o'clock was the time we were supposed to kick off and um we thought we'd only be there for a few yeah. hours yeah. um lunchtime uh I mean the interview was great we might Elon walks in the door and extremely gracious very kind um he we we you know sit him down and we were all kind of sitting around there and we get going and talking and lunchtime rolls around and next thing we know he's telling his assistant to get us lunch because you know he's very hospitable so we're getting lunch mm -hmm. and the next thing we know we're in the kitchen having lunch with Elon so <laughs> and and um May was there as well from the get-go so we were delighted that May was there she had the the puppies with her yeah um, I think in the video we saw that she's like sitting at the couch like right there yes. with Gimbal. Yes. yeah and Delray like, together, like a party <laughs> yeah we were so well and well and it wasn't until after let's see maybe it was like right around before lunch that um Kimball walked in yes and uh we were shocked we're like oh my gosh Kimball here like the whole family <laughs> like, yeah, so it, it was really cool yeah yeah, that was a wonderful, wonderful interview. I think we've all watched it so much. So, yeah, anything else to add about that? I mean, um, how do you guys say goodbye? <laughs> oh, that was so did he just walk up and leave? Is it thank you very much, or was it much more? Uh, did he come? Did he sign? When did he sign people's cars? When did that happen? Oh, that was at the very end. I actually had thrown that idea out earlier because I was like, when we were in things, I'm like, so I'm not, not gonna, I'm gonna fly down, but I, I was like, should I fly down with my visor? Because I considered having him um sign yeah. it but I'm like I'm not even sure if I can just shank it off yeah and that's just cheesy to walk in an interview with someone you respect like cheesy. my visor shine not, it. not cheesy at all I know <laughs> you're so smart <laughs> just, you did this so you were the one that remembered to do this that's brilliant I told her I was like you guys should do that and then yes. like Omar shouted it out he's like well you because they were we were only allowed to bring a few Teslas and we had to yeah. carpool so uh, Safi and Omar brought their vehicles but, so you um, didn't even get to bring yours no I flew down and you didn't was have like, a that's right and I didn't bring the visor um may musk had actually her her book had gone into order and i i got the pre-order sales so i'd get i think i was one of the first people to get her book nice. and i'd already i was literally listening on it to it on audio and um had read it and so i brought my book to have there her sign go. nice mm -hmm. so her and elon both signed the book and oh i think God, vincent thought like me he as well has the book too so. yeah and so i think we were going all through the day it yeah. was getting close to four and I think it was Omar who said, hey, you know, we shouldn't take all your time. And <laughs> we should oh, hurry sure. up going. 10 to 4, that's, that's you know, you, you can't day. overstay your, uh, you're like a guest. Right? And Elon's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he, I mean, he was, I think he's having a good, he, I think he enjoyed it. I mean, of course he did, I don't yeah. know how much Elon has time to sit on a Saturday, but, and he gave us his whole Saturday. So we were very honored. Yeah, this is very cool. I mean, th this kind of explains, maybe explains why you guys are so, I don't know, it's not the right word, rabid about spending so much time yeah. defending Tesla. I mean, it's funny because yeah. I say that I'm doing it. Everybody's doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> but, you know, you know, you, know, you yeah. guys were important. You were part of the mission. So he yeah. Did time. This yeah. is cool. I mean, if he spent six hours with you and had lunch and his brother and his, brother and his mom met you, you guys are like, you're, you're not just a customer <laughs> yeah i mean we, i like all yeah for sure we so did, did you get you know did you do you get invites like 
at the Giga Texas party, Cyber Rodeo. Did you get yeah. an invite to the uh, private thing? Oh, I got an invite to, no, I, I wasn't VIP at that event, um, but well, I did get not? invited. But, oh, to the private party, the VIP the, party. The secret private I, party. I wasn't VIP. I've been VIP before, but I wasn't VIP at this event. You should ask. <laughs> you are VIP. So <laughs> it is hilarious. I, I, you know, maybe I should tell the story right now what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can tell it. <laughs> I can tell the story. I'm excited about it. I really love it. I found myself, I, I tell people when I was at the Cyber Rodeo party that I was Forrest Gump. Like for some reason, throughout the whole day, I kept finding myself at the right place, right time. You were. I was. So I'll tell the story because it involves you. Yeah. <laughs> so you're so kind. So what happened was, um, you know, the late at night, the event ended. And I was separated from Jacob, who's going to be my ride home. And there's 15,000 people there. Yeah. So, you know, my phone is dying. So I sent a last message to him and he's, you know, the internet keeps going in and out. So we don't know if he's going to reply back. But I said, let's meet at the giant boot outside uh, as soon as the event ends. And he finally was able to get connected and said, yes, I'll meet you there. Okay, great. The event ends. Everybody streams out. They're all going home already. So I go to the, to the boot. And I'm tired. I did not eat all day. I want to go home. I'm so tired. It's been a long day. I've been standing up and I'm, I'm irritable because, he, you know, he doesn't show up 45 minutes. He doesn't even show up at all. Oh, but I'm getting upset and I keep calling him, but he won't answer the phone. And finally, 45 minutes later, he picks up the phone and it's like busy. can't hear each other and says, right. I'm upstairs on the third floor. I'm still buying, you know, merchandise. And yeah. I'm like, you know, my phone is about to die. If I come try to find you, I might, if I lose you, I'll never find you again. Come down here. Let's go. He said, no. <laughs> yeah, Jacob is a 23 year old young guy. He's like, he's such a nice dude. And for him yeah. to say no, is like a shock to me. It's like, he really wants to buy this merchandise. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I make myself go all the way up to the third floor. Everybody's gone home. It's quite quiet. Except there's this massive long line up to the merchandise. And then he says, oh, you know, um, let's go. You know, I think that there's some sort of party somewhere i heard a rave room let's go all the way to the other side of the you know factory and we'll we'll have anthony and his wife wait and buy the, the, the merchandise so we went and walked all the way away and then we're coming back and then we had communicated with uh, tesla joy earlier that day and so we asked her where are you and she said well she's right at that line yeah. <laughs> she's sitting in a little corner of you know a little quiet little space and there's her there's you, and then yeah. there's John Mitchell, and there's uh, uh, um, Ken Paquette. Yes. Right? The, you guys are just sitting there quiet, talking to each other. And I'm like, okay, oh, okay. so sit down. And I'm talking to Sean Mitchell and Ken Paquette. And, uh, uh, you know, and, uh, Jacob gets me food. So I come back. So there I am with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. And then, um, and then, so, you know, you said there is some sort of secret VIP party. And then Jacob being Jacob, he runs to every security guard he can find. Young guy yeah. runs around. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Nobody will knows. Well, Jacob told me about it, actually. He says there's a rave room. What? And that was the after event. Yeah, he didn't did, found How it. did you not know? Well, um, well, no, I knew about it, but you, okay. had to act, you had to go to it before they started shutting down the regular event. And yeah. then you were there, but um, 
Okay. I was, I actually talked to a guard and he said, you can get it. You have to get on the buses and go to it. And I'm like, well, they're just putting us on the buses to go to the parking lot. Go to home. Yeah. Out, right. So, so, so Jacob goes, runs around. He, he finally finds a guard, tells him where it is. Okay. Right. So he knows where it is. So then he asked you, let's go, go. I think you said yes. Right. You said, okay, let's go find it. Sure. So then we all go down and we right. go outside and then there's these buses that are right. shepherding everybody back to the parking lots to go home already. And so right. we're all there. And then, so it just so happens that Joy got into one bus ahead of us and she just mm-hmm. went home. So it's like, I'm just saying that there's these moments in decision-making that could make the difference between, you know, life-changing event or not. <laughs> so she right? and left. You gotta be, can't check out quite yet. You're still there. <laughs> I, you don't know what's happening because we were just gonna hold, no, I think you said, let's just go home. Like, we're just gonna go home. Already. We're in a bus, we're just gonna go back. Anyways. Well, I so had the, an idea, yes. Mm-hmm. So then all my friends, you know, from the, clubhouse group we all were together but right. uh, and then some of us some of them left so then I got into a bus and then Jacob and you were away at the back and right. and I was somewhere in the middle and then as the bus was driving along taking us to the parking lot to go home Jacob saw a door open and he's right. whisper and he tells me the story you I want to hear your side but he's telling me the story later right. he told you hey Kirsten, this is that's I just saw where the party is. <laughs> yes, I think he did say that. He goes, I think Do you want to come? Do you want to go? Do you want to go? And he goes, Sure, let's go. Yeah. And then as the bus uh you know parked, it just so happens that there's these uh, uh out uh, these this, uh, these uh toilets. Right. And so then he yells out to me, Herbert, when you get out the bus, stay there because we're all going to use the washroom, the, the toilets first. Right. And so all of my friends, as they get out of the bus, they're all told mm-hmm. by the, the guard, everybody going to turn left, turn, turn right, turn right, turn right. Oh, I didn't there. hear that. Yeah, well, yeah. All, I was just like, were, I'm going over here to the restroom. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were all shepherd. They were all like, you know, you got to go this oh, wow. way to the parking lot. But then I came out and says, we're, we're going to go to the washroom first. And then so I went to the right. They went to the left. Yeah. And then, and then so then it was you, me, uh, Jacob, and then this mm-hmm. other guy. Steve, I don't know where you came from, didn't know him. And then we just started walking past the washroom. So I'm with you. And then (laughs) when we get to the door of the secret VIP party, there's guards there, of course. And then Steve, uh, he's just this gregarious extrovert guy. And he just walks right in. And with authority, he says, we're with Kristen. We're with Kristen. Kristen's VIP. And we all walked in and they let us through. I don't know. He said that. I just walked. And I'm like, I'm going in. Like, that's just like. You were the celebrity. Yeah. You just bust through telling the guards, this is Kristen. She's a celebrity. We just all walked in. That's so funny. I didn't know you guys said that. Yeah. So there I am at the the secret VIP party with you. Yeah. Uh, And then somebody says, Elon's here. Kimball's here. Yeah, I had no clue. uh, Franz is here. And I had the chance to talk to each of them. So I just like That's shocker so cool. that I was with you and you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys were gregarious. You guys were outgoing on your own. You like took the initiative. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. So tell, tell, tell more. I want to hear more. No, that's it. I, I, this is not about me. There's a lot to tell about my experience, but this is not yeah. me. It, take, it takes me an hour and a half to tell the entire story because there's so oh. many things that happen that is so freaky, fluky, yeah. really cool. But it's not about me. So, But I, the event was super cool. I mean, they put it. I mean, I got there and I'm like, dang, like I've been on my feet since on this concrete. I'm like, 
I want to dance. I'm like, yeah. but my feet have said no. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched people for a little bit and I'm like, okay, I, I got up. I think I danced a little bit and I saw a bunch of friends that I knew and you guys were there. And of then I was course. like, okay. Yeah. We find out later that May and uh, Tosca was there. You, if you, did you know that? Or you could have sat with them. <laughs> I didn't see them there. I mean, it was, it, I, there was, it was kind of smoky, a lot yeah. of cool lights. Yeah. Like I, I saw, I think I saw Elon there and I saw yeah. Kimball there. I saw a bunch of my other friends, like a lot of people there, yeah. but it was just like, I was like, you know, and, and I wasn't sure. I think it was like two in the morning by then. <laughs> it so. was, yeah, it was time to go home, but I was just very uh, shocked that I was even with you and I was even there. Yeah. <laughs> so that was so cool. It was really cool. Yeah. yeah. The Giga, Giga Texas, they put on a good party. Was Everything a good party. was so good. I really wish I was good. outside to watch those fireworks. Anyway, so what'd you think about Cyber Rodeo? Yeah, you thought it was a cool party, but you know, you had already toured Fremont. So what was your thoughts about, you know, Texas and how compared to Fremont? <sighs> Wish it was a two-day event. <laughs> I, I I would have loved to just to, to walk around by myself and take it all in. But I mean, I'm very outgoing. So I I, I wanted to greet everybody too. And I'm sure you thinking. were you must have been were you surrounded like like celebrity? Like everybody, I don't know. Celebrity was just like a lot of people I knew, and I want to say hi. There's some people I've never met before, and they're like, "We want to meet you." And that that building, as you know, you're like a celebrity. That's what that means. I want to meet you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in, my phone died. I'm like, thanks, phone. Like <laughs> the Wi-Fi signal's not working, but thanks, yeah. phone. So I couldn't. I sometimes I, I couldn't get a hold of everybody, but I would say hi to people. But I I feel like I really wanted to take in more than I did. Mm -hmm. I would love to go. I mean, if they would let us as shareholder go around, I'm sure there's a whole lot more out that we're not supposed to see, but. I wanted to see more. I wanted yeah. to take in it a little bit more. So I try to make people priority when I'm with them, but sometimes like things like that, you're like, okay, I know this is a party. It's a big event, but I really want to take this. In, gotcha. so, yeah. You prioritize your, your, the, the people versus the actual, but you're such a nerd. You want to know and you'll yes. reserve that for another tour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're, we're spending a lot of time. So I want to get deeper into some other stuff. So I'm going to move faster. So first, okay. what do your family and friends think about your obsession with Tesla and the amount of time you're spending? Because I mm. am asked that. Everybody's asked that. What about you? Right. Um, they know it's, uh, well, they know this is way, the way I work. I get in, completely mm -hmm. enthralled with whatever I'm involved in. So mm -hmm. it's expected. Um, the years that we were involved in it, 2018, 2019, I was doing schooling. Um, 2020 COVID hits, right? Right after our Elon interview. It's like, Elon interview, COVID. <laughs> so he goes off to China for the Gigafactory opening. Um, and I don't know if you could really speak to what is okay during COVID because it just seemed like people were throwing themselves into whatever to keep sanity. So I was just more involved in the Twitter community, Tesla Twitter community and stuff like that during that time. So it seemed like a lot, but we were also having no really social life. Yes. outside of anything that was online it seemed like because you weren't allowed but yeah. I mean, we just all went through like can't go to the store i need to wear a mask like, certain days you're doing this there's no toilet paper <laughs> like, so i think people probably i don't know if anyone thought anything much of it i think no, that can be not at that time that's normal yeah but yeah. what about now you know um now i think people just know i'm a nerd about it yeah. uh i'm trying to figure out i mean things the dynamics of it change right like Third row is not doing third row anymore. People mm -hmm. have moved on and done different things. Um, mm -hmm. New, new people who are, I mean, like Sawyer's doing some great stuff. He always gets the news out before anybody else. Like, yeah. So it's like it, it, what needs to be there and who needs to be there is there right now. And then you just kind of think about what's my role? Like, how can I help? Like, I don't want to waste my time just being here as much as I love it. So just kind of thinking about what I'm doing. Where, where are you at with that thinking? Well, I, I'm, I mean, 
I'm, I'm going to be doing some podcast series. Yes. Some might be audio. Yeah. And then I have, I, I think I'm, well, I mean, I was told a lot during third row, oh, yeah. I should launch just okay. do myself. They're like, you don't need everybody. But I was like, but I like everybody. But they're like, you should just do one by yourself. So my thing is I, I can do it, but I want to make sure I commit to it. I don't want to just start something and stop it because I don't okay. think that's fair. I mean, that happens like entrepreneurs that people do things, it, it rises, it falls, but I really want to make sure I do it and it has the momentum to keep going if I'm going to do it. So, okay. I am looking forward to this. I know people are, you are the, one of the top people that people just dying for more, more, more Kristen. Oh, <laughs> they want to hear so more nice from you. That's so no, funny. I'm not, I'm not being nice. <laughs> I'm not being nice. I tell the, the I tell the truth typically. It is a oh. fact. I'm just replaying facts of what I keep hearing all the time, right? So, oh, wow. Uh, we need more of you. Uh, so that's great. That would be wonderful if you did that. Um, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So let's get to some thoughts you're thinking. Okay. Um, I really wish I could spend more time with batteries, but because that's your, you know, I do, I do realize that is your passion, but you're just so intelligent about that. But I want to get your thoughts on a variety of things. So what do you think about Twitter purchase? Um, oh. What's yeah. your... What, what, why do you think he did it? And um, do you think it's a, you know, this the standard questions everybody's asking. Do you think that it's a distraction? Um, do, do you support it yourself? Right. For whatever reason. Yeah. So um, the Twitter purchase, I don't think was a knee jerk thing. Mm -hmm. I think the opportunity presented itself and he jumped on it. I think Elon has loved Twitter for a long time. And the idea of creating a social media, I think he called it Pravda for a while there for truth. He did what was less propaganda has been on his mind for a while. Mm -hmm. And I think the perfect storm of, 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 and different dynamics has come together and he just jumped on it. And I think he was seeing a lot of things happen through COVID about information and the way it came down and the way things were executed. And I mean, even those videos that came out today about maybe some Twitter employees and the way they, mm -hmm. they deal with things, even mm -hmm. though they have one face, they have another face that they don't show in the way that they're handling things. Um, I think, I mean, what, I'm trying to think what you laugh. What was your last question that you asked? Um, so do you support it? Do you... Oh, do yeah. I support it? Um, oh, and do you think it's too much? Uh, Elon has said before Tesla is like a child to him. So I just kind of, I mean, I don't know how he does it. Not to say we're all like him and we're, we're examining it from the way that we function going, oh my gosh, it's too much on a plate or it's taking away from the mission. But I think this aligns actually in the overarching mission. Elon, I don't think would take something on mm -hmm. unless it was in his master plans. Mm -hmm. So I think it's fine. Um, mm -hmm. I can't, I can't function at the level he does, but he seems to be doing fine. I mean, the man juggles like that. I don't know how he does, but it, mm -hmm. he, I think he considers it like a kid, just another kid. And it's like, it's kind of like when families are like, I've never loved a child more than I've loved this child. How can I have another child? Yeah, so seven kids, I, that's yeah. my take. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I mean, I don't know if he's going to love it as much as he would Tesla and, and SpaceX for Mars, but uh, I think yeah. he has plans. So we'll have to see. Things may change. Who knows? All right. So what do, what do you think will be a master plan part three? For Tesla? Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because he said it's Tesla, but then he threw in SpaceX. I mean, like, why? Why did he throw said that there will be some parts of it? <laughs> well, Elon's very practical, very efficient. And at any chance he can cross share his engineers and the plans, he does. Because why not? Like, it's just... It's kind of like, I mean, when you buy something, you're hoping you're using it at multiple times, not just a one time setting. So he obviously, I mean, the robots, 
are probably going to, I mean, and I thought about this back in 2018, 19 too, like why, if we do, if we do the first people to Mars, it shouldn't even be people. It should just be robots going to Mars. Like why would you even send humans? Because we don't, because the outcry, I mean, the challenger exploded and people, yes. oh my gosh, someone's going to die. It, it, it was horrible. But I mean, these people are like the kind of people who know that if they summited, you know, the Himalayas, Mount Everest, you're going to die. This is a high high likelihood kind of lifestyle that you're going to die. Something's, someone's going to, a, a, a starship's going to yeah. not function right at some point. So, but yeah, robots, I think the Tesla robots will probably go to Mars. I think, um, I mean, everyone did say the boring company. A lot of people have said that, oh, that's perfect. Cause we can like, you watch the documentaries. It'd be better to live subsurface, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. for Mars. Um, but I think Elon has to keep a lot of his head in the game here on Earth to convince us as much as his head is in the stars, because not everyone is thinking it's efficient to go to Mars. So he yeah. has to continue to do things that help us here. So, yeah. But what do you think? I'm curious. It's, uh, yeah, there's lots to talk about. We'll there's do a lot. <laughs> we should do a space on this. Yeah, um, So will you be buying a Tesla bot? Will I be buying a Tesla bot? At this point, I'd have to, it would really have to prove an area of my life that I could use it. It's funny because everyone, everyone who asks whether these retail investors, we think about it for like home use, like, oh yeah, something could, I don't, I don't know if, if it could do multiple different jobs, maybe if I was in the, if it was the price range that I wanted to, um, as for a business, I think that's where it's going to be useful because a lot of big, you know, commercial businesses that have, yeah, like labor on a floor, that's where I think it's going to become. But you're uh, uh, one of the original FSD beta users. Oh, yeah. I think uh, you yeah. told me that you were probably, after the employees, you were right next in line, top 15 after the employees? Well, yeah, I think it went John Raj and then, I mean, I don't even, I think it was like. Were you ahead of Omar? Omar and then me. No, <laughs> then we you, got okay, it Omar, practically the same. I think he got it and I got it like 20 minutes later and then and then like a few days it was like maybe someone else i don't even remember yeah. who it was after that and i see again you know. aren't you you gotta stop step, sit back think about it i i was yeah. one of the i'm not an yeah. og fd fsd beta beta user but mm -hmm. i did everything i can to be on part of the first wave october uh, last right. year <clears throat> and there was two thousand users at that time right, right. And I just needed, and I know a lot of people are saying with me to be part of that because right. there's seven and a half, seven and a half billion people in the world. And right. you are the first, you are first, what, probably 300, 600 right. people who saw the birth and helped with the birth of AI, generalized, generalized AI. And yeah, which is pretty cool. I mean, we, I mean, I was all over that and I wish I yeah. would have done more videos. I just like, it's COVID. There was so many different personal things going on in our life. So I wasn't capable of, Yeah. I mean, Omar's done a really good job with the videos. Kim Baquette, yes. uh, her account grew and she did that. a phenomenal job. She, I mean, I don't, it's not like I'm giving information. She was an airline stewardess and we all saw yes. the, air, the planes were grounded. So Kim went to town making amazing videos yeah. and she lived in a huge area where her, her security was safe and she just made a lot of videos. And I, and I love it. I love that people just dived in with the dedication for it. So I'm going to interview Kim next week. Nice. Yeah. She's on the books, but um, Tesla bot, uh, my theory is I would buy it. I know you will too. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. would just Probably. Yeah. I mean, and I, but the reason I think I would do it, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to spend 25 grand on a right. home bot that's going to do dishes and laundry. Not going to do that. Yeah. But if you think about it, let's say it does that and it, it sits there, it does it for two hours of the day. It's not worth it. 
But right. for the rest of the 22 hours a day, I'm going to teach it how to fold napkins. And then I'm going to sell the, the best napkins in the world. And I'm going to make a thousand, two thousand bucks a month. And that's, that's going to pay for it. See, so you know, that's true. I could teach. Mine's going to bake banana bread, the best. <laughs> Tons of it at home. You get a quarter of the market of banana bread. I own napkins. Don't do napkins. That's mine. Yeah. I already said it. I claim it. I got dibs. Mine's going to load the pizzas in the site robo taxis. Oh, that's, that's uh, lots of robots do pizza yeah. stuff. I'm doing napkins. You know what I'm saying? Like you can yeah. teach it to do something and it works for you and you can sell that thing. And so that's true. That's why it's going to be true. working. But anyways, that's interesting. I know you, you, you should already start vying for it. You you want to be the first person with a robot and I do too. So I am now one degree away to become yes. a first person with robot. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we should petition Elon. We're like, look, you need a list of people who are going to, who are, yeah. who are right there that want to buy it. And I'd start be good. Uh, what would you call us? A parent? Uh, owner? Uh, what would you call yourself? <laughs> the robot. Oh, oh. Cause we'll be like robo betas. Like <laughs> babysitter. Uh, uh, like the, uh, you know, am I an owner of the bot? No. Now we need to read like more Asimov and like, Dixon, the way he described the laws of robots and yeah. how what sentient. Let it name itself. Let it name us. I don't know. What what did you call your new model Y? What was its name? What I its haven't name given it a name yet. I mean, Are I did take it. You? Delivery on May fourth. I know I called the other one like toothless because it looks like the How to Train Your Dragon. They look like them, the black yes. ones. Yeah. But I I haven't I haven't named it yet. Like it probably feels like some adopted neglected child right now so you feel <laughs> like it needs to, you gotta feel it first to tell you what its name is okay yeah or yeah i love when you're ready colors. to announce the model y tweet yeah. it out <laughs> yeah i will definitely yeah okay i'll let you know i'll let you know first i'm first to know yeah you're i gotta I, know. I can have like a, a scoop is what it's called a scoop yeah you get the inside scoop <laughs> i go scoop i saw somebody do that today instead of like news or breaking they did scoop Scoop. Scoop. There, you don't want anyone to think that we copied them. I'll just use scoop. <laughs> That's um, funny. Okay, so if you were to design a robo taxi, a dedicated robo taxi, what, right. have you given some thought? And if you were the designer, if you're friends, so what, the car design or, or its execution, the design. How would you? Oh, how, what? How would it function? How would like on be, the chassis. Sure. Um, you know what I mean? Like uh, multiple passenger. Yeah. How many? Um, I think, I mean, watching Uber, it's a rarity that I see more than two people get in an mm -hmm. Uber. Sometimes you'll get a party of people. Mm -hmm. So I think it needs to, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it needs to be that big, but I don't mm -hmm. know, assuming that it's going to be so revolutionary that people just use things like that and don't use normal cars. So I don't know, maybe the van. You haven't the given a thought? Would they be facing forward? Would they be facing inside? Would they be facing against the outside, you know, the walls? And then you'd have screens everywhere? Kind of like those. Yeah, I've seen different designs. They have had ones where they, like, they, they had some for the Vegas tunnels, like mm. those kind of ones that were on the chassis that look like kind of, I think, I think it's going to face forward. I think it's going to have to be a layout that people, because you need... Well, okay. I think it's going to be have to be a layout that you have to make people feel comfortable with. You still have to keep those bridges for people as much mm -hmm. as we just want to like, yeah. like flip the ship over and see who swims. Like you, you have yeah. to turn it. You still have to have people on board to turn it. You don't want to lose everybody. So, yeah. I mean, what do we have? The minivans that are running around that are Waymo right now. So I, I think that, I don't know if it'll be just the cyber truck that'll work for now. 
and then we'll or if they'll move to like a, a van on a cyber chassis like cyber a wide cyber mm-hmm. chassis yeah like will it be minivan doors or is it going to be like it would falcon wings is it going to be oh, self-presenting gosh. doors i think the falcon wings are probably not cheap to make no, no. i think and i'm thinking maybe that design is a lot of vertical integration in-house. So I think if they do, not that the doors would be any different, they'd still bring it in-house, but I think it would be a lot easier to do. I don't know. I don't know I how to draw like some of those doors and everything. Mm-hmm. So easier to I'm, slide. I'm thinking there should be a single stamp. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna, and so I actually think it might not have windows. So mm-hmm. think about it, so a cyber, cyber, van, cyber pod, all mm-hmm. steel, single stamp, boom. And then you have you have videos inside, and of course you mm-hmm. can see outside by the video, the cameras on the outside portraying it to you. So it might look like you're looking at the sky, but it's actually a video. Right. And I'm thinking that you're going to be facing, you're going to be back to back facing up. But yeah. Anyways, we'll, that's we'll see. interesting. Yeah. Supposedly, if you don't have the driver's side, you could just do a, a repeat of the whole back window forward. It would just be one long. Yeah. Forward. And the only thing is that it needs to have a crumple zone to for safety. Right. And so it may still look like a car rather than a square box. Right. But it'll be like a cyber. Anyways, I yeah. I do absolutely believe it's going to be a single snap. He's dying to create a single snap. It's going to be cheap. It's got to be right. cheap. It's got to be small. It's going to be a pod. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I don't know if people would not want windows. I think I would right. want windows, but maybe it would catch it's on. Controversial. I mean, people don't. Maybe there could them. be a window version where it's just the whole. Yeah. glass kind of top and then it changes over into yeah i don't know I and then and then if you don't have the regular ways it it works i don't know like the 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 bar reinforcements might be different inside of it so who knows that is interesting mm-hmm. yeah that's exciting this would be fun just to have an open discussion with a lot of people about what they think this how they describe like. yeah so what do you think the world's gonna look like in five years uh if tesla succeeds mm-hmm. in all the things that they're talking about what's gonna happen mm-hmm. well i think it's gonna blow a lot of people's mind i think there's a lot of you know, we're having kind of a huge stock dip. Yeah. And it's not just Tesla, it's the whole stock market. So, and there's kind of, you know, the recession that's been predicted and that's way overdue. The pandemic kind of reset us. Um, I think, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be surprising. I think you'd be like, wow, like, wow, we've got to try that for people who don't know what Tesla is about or electric vehicles. It's going to be shocking. And they're going to, they're, I think people are going to rethink about it. Um, boy, so we'll be at level five. You think so? Um, so you're you're a believer, FSDs. Um, yeah. I mean, if I, I think so. People are like, oh, but he promised it then. I'm like, yeah. well, yes, but he didn't. He didn't know pandemic was going to come and create a bottleneck for mm-hmm. the whole world. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, wonderful. You spent so much time, but I just, if you can, if you don't mind, I want to ask yeah. some more conversation questions okay. to kind of, you know, ease us out yeah. of missing you some more. All right. So, uh, what talent would you most oh. like to grow and develop? Oh boy. So talent, hmm. I would like to learn to execute. <laughs> what? <You laughs> On the scale, like you're very that well together. Okay, yeah. Like yeah. I, I would like to learn to not just dream up and think up things, and I don't know if it's talent of the ability to actually execute hmm. what I think and want to do. Um, Can you share any of those goals that you might have by the end of the decade that you'd like to execute on, or do you want? Uh, do I want to share them? Is that what you asked? Yeah, a general uh, direction in any, in any way. Uh, yeah, I do hope to have a few things up and going. Like I definitely will step in and love the starting process of getting the ball rolling, but it's, I, you know, some people are starters and others are finishers. So I think 
seeing it through a little bit more. It's just amazing. Elon can stay with things, you know, a lot of people just start it and they sell it off. So sounds exciting for you. So it sounds like you're about to start something new and you want to make sure you get it done. You're going to right. focus on it. Right. All right. So one of the things I, I did was I held this uh, Twitter space, I think it was, or some sort of clubhouse call. There's a bunch of people there and I did a Tesla trivia. Okay. You were one of the contestants. Oh, that's you, right. Yes. You won. Yes, I did. <laughs> you won that. So you're very impressive because you knew all these trivia questions that I was asking. So I'm going to challenge you one more time. I'm going to put you okay. on the spot. You might, okay. might uh, unfortunately not look good because this is a very hard question. Oh boy. So you not answering this does not mean anything. <laughs> okay. I have a feeling you might know the answer. Do you know what Mars Oasis is? It sounds like a group. You don't know. So you call yourself I, an Elon fan. Oh boy. You don't know Mars Oasis. I don't, I don't know. No. I don't recognize it. Nope. I, I've asked this question to many people and no one knows. Wow. So tell it, what is it? So it was his original vision in 2001. Oh. And he said, you know, what's going on? Why is there no Mars? Why is NASA not going to Mars? Right. And he said, okay, he's going to come up with a project called Mars Oasis where he'd like to just shoot a seeds to land oh. in Mars. And then the right. growth of a plant in some sort of greenhouse right. video back to earth would be enough to get everybody super excited. Wow, yeah. This was his original idea. And so then he started talking to Russia for rockets. For the ICBMs. Yes, that's a hilarious <laughs> story. Yeah. To shoot plants of divorce. That was his original idea. Yeah, I don't know. Russia's like, you want to do what? Like <laughs> <laughs> okay, so rapid, uh, five qu quick rapid fire questions. Um, okay. are, you, are you team Kim or are you team Earl? Oh my gosh. Rapid. Um, <laughs> Come on, oh gosh. take somebody. Uh, Team Kim, I want to make Earl mad. <laughs> <laughs> Earl can handle it. I haven't met him yet, so I'm Team Kim. So yeah. <laughs> until I meet him, I'll decide. Right now, it's Team Kim all the way. She's awesome. Team She's Kim amazing. all the way. So when 12-9 uh, was happening with Adam and uh, all of us were deep in it, were you deep in it? Did you believe in it? The 12-9, there was signs. I feel like Elon was joking around and doing it and Adam was seeing things and I predict i my my take is i think his daughter was probably born that day and we thought Who, it was whose daughter elon's daughter why mm -hmm. okay so but no you when 12 9 was happening for spot stock split you did not believe it you were just having fun with it but you didn't think it was real <clears throat> i wasn't sure i mean i saw the signs and the stuff and the different numbers and i felt like yeah. there was definitely things to see as far as if it had to do with stock split i really uh. didn't know i did feel like it was a date that something was there and I don't know like, you you're the first person I heard say that what? okay yeah okay so I yeah I was deep in it I loved it I thought it was all yeah. true and so funny. I'm still in denial and yeah. I think what actually happened my explanation is that uh Adam was correct 12 9 was Adam. right he spilled the beans and then Elon had to pull back because then that it would have it would have been like an SEC thing where he announced it and people figured it out and it was so obvious mm. and so he had to pull back but I'm yeah. your first one that that's a very plausible other potential for interest. Yeah, maybe. But would he, he be able to predict? In December, she did. Yeah, but was she was was it like an, uh, a cesarean or planned? No, or? Um, it, 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 Grimes had an interview earlier this year. I believe yes. it was January, February, maybe even March. I don't remember. I don't know when she had it, but it was put out. Um, and she stated that she she didn't mean to bring up the baby. Supposedly, the interview was 
on location at her house and there was a baby crying and it was her daughter. And um, she was so sick from what I understand with that baby X that uh, they went with a surrogate for baby Y, their gotcha. daughter. And they don't really want the information out there, but she kind of already burst that she bubble, did, but yeah. they are not going to put the child in the limelight or in a lot of media. So, which okay. is good. I mean, children need to grow up in a place where they just yeah. feel like they can do themselves. Uh, yeah. She was on the Let's Feed Them uh, podcast and she was talking quite a bit about baby Y. So, okay. So baby Y is definitely out there. <laughs> it's out there and she, she's talking about it. So it's not. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, how many languages can you speak? Kristen? Um, I can speak English. I was studying Latin. I studied a little bit Slovakian Japanese. or whatever. <laughs> Yes, uh, I took Spanish. I can speak a little bit of Spanish. Um, I can read Italian and I can read Swedish. Like I yeah. it was surprisingly like, I think it's because the English language is composed of so many. Yeah. Like, but um, not only, I really only speak English. Does language so, come easily to you? You got that? Um, understanding and seeing different parts of language. Yes. When it comes to the auditory part, I don't mm -hmm. know. I think I need to be immersed into it yeah. instead of just like speaking with the teacher or a few people here and there. So. I'm a more, I'm more visual spatial based. So I see the, 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 like the language symbols, but I don't, um, I don't know if the auditory is my forte. So. Yeah. Okay. When you get rich from Tesla stock, where are you going to retire? <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever per se retire. Like I think mm. I want to be one of those people who are still fit in my old age and trying new things. Like <laughs> I, 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 I admire these people who take on the coolest things when they're retired from their first job and they start these other things in life I don't I don't have it as I mean I love traveling and seeing the world but I like I, I have no desire to like it's not yeah retirement is not even a, I, I don't think any of us can retire anymore. And, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what people do in retirement yeah well yeah this is what we'll be doing <laughs> yeah yeah we'll be doing I'll still be doing this hopefully still doing a lot of things that are productive I don't want to lose my productivity in life you think so. this is not productive it is it, no it feels... I think it's productive yes <laughs> No, but you know what I mean? Like people are definitely spending so much time on Twitter, Tesla yes. community, and right, taking right. over. That won't change. Yep. Probably cool. Future. <laughs> well, you've been very generous with your time with me. Thank you oh, so thank much, you. Kristen. Um, yeah, thank you. You know, I, I think are you, if you're about to hit 100,000, right? Are, where are you now? And when do you think it's going to happen? Before the end of this month, I think? 90, 91, 92,000. Um, You'll probably do it by next month, June. If he likes uh, to tweet it too, maybe faster. I don't know. <laughs> He's a catalyst. He's the fastest so catalyst. Everybody already knows you, but yeah, please follow K10. Um, how did you come up with Kristen K10? So explain it before. When you when you register, I think I think they gave me it was Kristen and a bunch of numbers, right? We tweeted yes. Vincent with a bunch of numbers. And everyone's like, it's funny because the numbers behind your um, name actually mean this in code. It was kind of funny. What? I can't remember what it meant. Someone was telling you, I'm like, oh, that's funny. But um, they're like, how come I was getting the questions? How come you don't personalize your handle? And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I'll do it. And you try to use your name, just yeah. Kristen. Well, you can't use just Kristen. You can't use K10. And I don't even know what to put it there. And I'm like, okay, what if I do just do Kristen and net? Yeah. And that was taken. I'm like, how about Kristen net? And I'm like, I'll just flip the 10, Kristen net yeah. 10. And like yeah. that worked. And so I call, I use K10 because the name Kristen is one of those names. It sounds like Christy, Christina, Kirsty, yes. like Kirsten and K10. You can't mess that up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. We all yeah. know you as K10. And it's a really cool name. I love it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I have to... a few people to call me that as a nickname in life. So yeah. That's what I call you all the time. I think I yeah, actually call it... you more K10 than I do Kristen. Yeah. So... <laughs> I <laughs> like okay it. So it works. You're okay with that? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. That's Your nickname. Funny. Awesome. Well, everybody, thank you so much. And if you hope you learned something new and had fun. So if you did, please subscribe, like, and, uh, and also do that with uh, follow Chris K10. And thank you again, Kristen.
really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was great. Thanks. Good night.